Hello, welcome to the Two Tunes Podcast. We have the dumbest intro. No, it's just welcoming people. We actually do it now. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we're just yeah, talking. We totally missed it like a couple million times. That's fine. In the first hundred episodes, this is episode 108. Wow. You know what that means? We're doing a covers episode soon. Yeah, I thought about that too. We have to do one soon. Probably like 110. Uh, I'm 110. Okay. So what do we do here? We talk about 20 tunes. 20 tunes. We're going to talk about at least three today. Yeah, because you have two tunes because so i realized two weeks ago yeah we talked about run the jewels yes yeah i'm second this week so maybe i shouldn't totally like talk about what i'm doing but it's gonna be similar in yeah some ways so anyway i will wait my turn um but we also talk about bull beat some bs bullness bullness um so there's this i mean it's not new it's really old since this is like the end of january maybe Uh even beginning of february if my timing is off or right um kaleidoscope yeah on netflix yeah i haven't watched i probably won't watch it so i think it's a good idea and i also think it's a terrible idea (laughs) i think it's a great idea because like you can get different experiences Uh it does not randomly choose for you uh-huh. You have to make the choice of what episode you're going to watch next. Okay. And I, I was like, I watched the first episode and I saw what my next episode was going to be. And I'm like, I checked and I'm like, oh, it's this is the order that like Netflix has it, or uh-huh. at least for my Netflix. Yeah. I don't know if it's different for anybody else. Mm-hmm. But. This is the show, by the way, that for people that don't know is you can theoretically watch in any order yeah and every episode is a color yeah hence kaleidoscope and probably other reasons yeah but But, like there's they all take place at like different times so one's like 20 some years before the the heist okay seven years before the heist six weeks before the heist the day of the heist Uh two weeks after whatever like different times and you can watch it in any order and like supposedly i've I've only watched like three i think Mm mm-hmm um supposedly you won't have any spoilers okay like within the show because like the whole is is the thing okay but you got to make that choice the different pieces of the puzzle yeah and it's a theoretically you wouldn't know what the picture is supposed to be until they're all there i I guess guess. yeah um i have seen some some reviews of like you got to end with what or you got to end with this because this episode spoils that episode that's the thing I, i feel like Every episode's going to have spoilers for something. But here's the thing. And, and like, they'll talk about something, uh-huh. and then you won't know it. And then if you watched an episode that then took place in the past, it's a flashback. You would know it, yeah. My problem is, and this is probably just because, like, I watch a lot of television. I mean, yeah. like, this would be a great time for a flashback, and you're not going to get a flashback. Yeah, because like this episode. Well, maybe... But it like or, it depends, or because they're talking about something, and I'm like, if like you become the writer, and uh-huh. it's kind of like a choose your own adventure. It's like, where do you want to go next? Do you want to go but like different than Bandersnatch? Yeah, where also I watched that in a way that like I'm like, I didn't make choices uh-huh. because I mean after a certain point, because like when you would die, uh-huh. quote unquote, um, it would play like relax, don't do it when you want it would play that song uh-huh. and then i like started listening like oh relax don't don't make a choice because mm. that was the song i was like okay then i won't make a choice and okay. it makes the choice for you and you get to see a whole bunch of stuff uh-huh. 
I like that Netflix is doing that. They're trying to like push how you experience mm-hmm. television. But some people don't like the show because, and I'm, I'm guessing this is because like the order matters to a great TV show, how you tell the story. The what, yeah. yeah. And a lot of this, as I said before, it's like, at like you're watching 40 some minutes and about like 10 minutes in, you're like, this would, if it was a normal show mm-hmm. at this point <coughs> would be a flashback to something yeah. or it would, you go to something that's not, in that or time period or yep. they may you may get through the whole episode and then episode two mm-hmm. is the flashback you were waiting on but they just go more in depth than yep. if they stuck it in the middle of the episode where it would only be like a scene or two exactly so but what you're saying is you may not get that in episode two it may be episode seven yeah but yet again you have to choose it so right. it, it kind of did um if you did chronological i went like two three one okay um and then four is like where where I'm at, I guess. Okay. But I I sent you a thing where like Netflix like here's these orders the orange is the new black version and like the the usual sus- suspects version. Okay. Which I think that those are all really cool, but like you have to choose that, and you can't choose another version because you already have you already have the story. Like you can't like watch it one way. And then watch I mean, it you another. can, but you're not going to. It would just be same. like watching a show. Like, you'd have to give it space. Yeah, you'd have to forget it. Like, you'd have to watch it, like, next year. Yeah. Or something. And be like, oh, I remember. But then it's all like, oh, I remember this. Oh, I, yeah, I remember that this is going to happen. And, like, yeah. that's going to happen. This you, this was me with Glass Onion. Or not Glass Onion, Knives Out, like the first Knives Out. Mm-hmm. I uh, My mom wanted to watch the new one. Mm-hmm. She was like, do I have to watch the first one? And I was like, no, but it's a good movie. And... um you'll at least get a sense of like Ryan Johnson's writing and like the mm-hmm. character of Benoit Blanc and whatever. And this is before I even saw Glass Onion, but it was like, no, I, I know it's just further, the further adventures of Benoit yeah, Blanc, it's, basically. It's, it's, so to, to that end, I was like, Hey, I'll watch the first one with you. And then we can watch the second one, like at some point. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we did. And it was, I remembered like the general story, yeah, but there were little elements along the way that I forgot about. And in, yet again, it's a mystery. Stuff. So like you knew who the bad guy was the whole time. Right. Actually, I had sort of forgotten how that all went down, but then I like, as it was going, I was like, Oh yeah, that's right. And there's this thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it had been when did Knives Out come out? No idea. Twenty nineteen probably. Yeah. So that's the last time I saw it. Okay. So if you in three years, yeah, go to watch Kaleidoscope again, yeah, maybe it'll be okay for you. I yeah. Don't know. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. But is is that the model that Netflix wants? <laughs> hey, watch no, a thing. They want for a week. They want you to watch it again and again and, and again, again and again. Yeah. Like the movie Red Notice, <laughs> which Netflix released something about like how many streams it's had, and it's like too many. Like every person in the world's watching this constantly. The movie Red Notice, which apparently is a fine movie, it's, it's, it's okay. I guess. It's like our, um, like the days that I just see, um, oh, what is it on our feed? That like it we got. 97 downloads oh yeah and it's like that's not real <laughs> maybe hopefully i mean maybe it'd be cool but i don't yeah. think so so was it 97 of that one episode or just 97 in no, total? total 
total, which means people like one person could have been like, I'm going to download every episode. It could have been the guy from Palette Knife. Yes, the guy that's, from Palette Knife. I'm like, going to and, and download every single episode. It's like, yeah. dude, that's like, it's over 50 hours. That's okay. It's probably more than that. Don't uh, well, discourage people from listening to the podcast, Bo. I mean, I've listened to, to 200 hours of, of, um, tell them Steve, Dave. Yeah. Uh, yeah. shout out by the way, to the folks from palette knife who responded and followed and apparently are listening to every episode <laughs> si- yeah. simultaneously. I told you my friend Allison is, is she started the pod from like the beginning. Yeah. 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 Like recently. So I think she sent me a message the other day. She's like up to like episode 22. Cool. But yeah, she'll reference stuff. She asked me a question the other day. It was like, what's the name of your email band? And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and then she was like, you referenced it. And I was like, oh yeah, that's right. So it's like my email band that only exists as a title or as a, as a name. Yeah. So what you guys need to do, viewers at home, listeners, stop watching red notice for five minutes. Could you just pause red notice or just leave it on? Pause red notice. Let those streams rack up. Just put your phone down for a second. Pause red notice. Go to our discord. Join it. There's a link in the description. Linked below. Linked below. (laughs) Um, And then go to the episode discussion. Uh Uh-huh. And then just type in your question there. Yeah. Answer what whatever question we asked you, you can do that. Jeez. I'm going to put the dowels down. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Dong. <laughs> so what? so we, we've had like a two <laughs> mess ups this whole time. Like it's already, it's only been like 10 minutes and yeah. the computer is messed up twice. Maybe anyway, we should get a new I computer. I was saying JGL. Yeah. You so. said thanks JGL. Thanks JGL. All right, should we get on with the actual podcast? Yeah, what do we do? We in, talk in about hopes, two tunes and we, that talk we, can about, actually record it. we talk about stupid stuff. So, um, action adventure, not the genre, but the band, a pop punk band hailing from Chicago, ready to sh- uh, ready to shatter decades long stereotypes of the scene, comprised solely of of is it B I P O C or is it by P O C? So, B-I-P-O-C, uh, yeah. I never know how you're supposed to say it. Yeah. I've seen it written. And it was lowercase I, right? Or is, is it, it capital I? I, I, think, I think I've I, seen it both I always ways. see it capitalized, but that's... Okay. I feel but, it, just... but it stands for Black Indigenous People of Color. Their mission is to create, quote, or uh, hashtag pop punk in color and, in, uh, and ensure pop punk is a genre where everyone is represented on and off stage. Cool. Yeah. They should get together with uh Magnolia Park. They probably has like a before. similar similar kind of yeah. uh ideology, I guess. Yes. Um so it's pretty colorful album artwork. Yeah. And the vinyl is cool. And yet again I might buy it while while we're talking about it. <laughs> is this imposter syndrome? Uh yes. Imposter syndrome, where the guy is taking off his face. I'm trying to like get a decent view of it. Where go? Yeah, go back. And it also looks worn, which is really cool. Like it's an old vinyl. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, it totally looks like an old. Which also was um um um. Even the artwork, it looks very seventies. Yeah, what was that band that uh did that? Oh, um, that we already covered one time, and it had they had a chair, Scotty Network on. Oh. It looked like an old postcard or something. Yeah, kinda, but it, like, ha- it was it was uh, um, cliff diver. Ex- ex- yes, exercise your demons. Yeah, with milk and 
and whey protein. <laughs> anyway, so this is uh, the song is called Autopilot. I think the reason that I chose this, the whole album's great. Uh-huh. Um, the reason I chose this is because they they mention Chicago. Okay. In the lyrics, and yeah. like I'm like I like that line. <laughs> I have friends in Chicago. They'll they'll like that line. So, autopilot. Which would have been good for last week's as well. What do you mean? Like I think they, they that last week your track from last week and my and then this week's track from me would have meshed well together. Okay, the Run the Jewels track. Oh, no, no, last no. week. Last, last week. week. I see. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, similar genre. That's this with me. I'm going to use that phrase again. Uh, this song is it's like comfort food. Yes. Like it's exactly up the alley of the stuff that i like yeah this is totally i didn't know anything about them i didn't like look into them at all um, because i guess i was too busy looking into last week's tune of years (laughs) uh but yeah it's solid And here's the line. You know what other Chicago band they remind me of a little bit? No, I don't. Because I know a lot of Fall Out Boy. Well, yeah. But like... I can hear kind of the through line a little bit. Not that they're like directly. This is like early Fall Out Boy then. Yeah. <clears throat> Before Fall Out Boy decided to be like, we want to be a hip hop band. <laughs> well, that was art. more just Patrick Stump getting into like making beats and stuff. Have you heard his like solo stuff? Some of it. It's very much like that. You're hot and cold, I never know. And then I turn to snow. So, like, pop punk has vocally, there's, I think the, I think there's a couple different influences, but there's like one. It's like we go that way. It's like Tom from Blink One Eighty Two. Okay. <clears throat> and I don't know if they're like they're like they parodied parodied it first, or like that's just the way they that they sing. Yeah. Because the, like there's there's kind of a uh, a Tom DeLong okay. twang, the nasally yeah, in some okay. in some of the stuff. Like that, Southern California, <clears throat> yeah. But even like joking, like when people would joke about yeah. like oh like like I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't even do a good Im- imitation yeah. there, but like no, you can kind of hear that. That actually. I'll wait till this song's over, but that reminded me of like another thing about a certain person's voice. Yeah. Yeah, I want to listen to more of these guys. I want to listen. To, I should listen to this album. This album is really good. Thing. Um, yeah, I don't, it's also good like for us as who we are as non-BIPOC people. Like, yeah. Very much white people like listen to this the style we like but done by other people to hear more of their perspective yes. and message and stuff like that
just like even like oh you like it like mystery movies or you like action movies action adventure movies or whatever <laughs> like do you know there's other countries outside of america that also make them like <laughs> you know and, and people other than white people that make them so check some of those out i still need to finish watching or start and finish watching rrr oh i gotta watch that yeah did you see patrick williams thing yeah about, that's like, why how i to know watch it. it so did you find Wait, it on how to watch it or like where to watch it like the the right way. So you watch it in like the, the right language instead yeah. of the, the like dubbed language or the different language or whatever. I yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's all. I would just watch it dubbed into English. Oh, okay. Or or uh it wouldn't I mean, technically it would matter. Uh-huh. Or it does matter. Yeah. But to me it Because you're matter. seeing it So you're gonna hear you're gonna watch it dubbed is what you're saying. Uh, not dubbed, d- not subbed. One of the two. <laughs> I did both for Squid Game, and it was odd. Yeah, because the the uh, closed captioning did not always line up to what they were saying. Did you watch dubbed and subbed? Dubbed and subbed. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I watched both. I did both. Yeah, um, I'm really bad. My at- ex got me onto watching things with subtitles, like all things in subtitles. Yeah, and now I can't like not watch things I, in subtitles. I there, okay. So there's two. There there was a. There was a meme about like, oh, you don't you don't watch in with subtitles on. It's because you can't read as fast. And I'm like, that is true. I I can't read that fast. Yeah. Like that is 100 why. But then my uh, the other side of it is you're talking about things in a, in a different language. No, 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 no. You mean everything? Everything. Okay. Because pe- there are people. Are you one of those people who just watches everything in with subtitles? That's what I just said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah That's yeah. what I thought you said. Things on streaming though. I don't do it on like network television. Okay, it's because just that's like a late. weird habit with like. Oh yeah, because it's like not. Yeah, they're not kind of like built in. They're happening sort of as. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, it, even it though they are built in, it doesn't clock the same way that it does yeah. on a streaming service. Yeah. Um. But the other thing is, is like that course is in my head now. It's really catchy. Good. My, in a movie. Uh huh. Your eyes in a movie. <laughs> your eyes yeah. are not there to hear the words being said. Yes. Right? Yeah. So anatomically you, you are correct. <laughs> you're right. So with subtitles on, uh-huh. you are giving your eyes a distraction from because, because oh. your ears can't do the work okay or are they like pulling focus from the ears the, both they're okay the, the the subtitles are pulling focus from what the picture right right picture pick the picture um and your ears are not doing their job because your eyes are doing the job for them yes yeah okay which it's like that meme with uh velma looking for her glasses and it's like can't hear without my subtitles <laughs> yes so but i i i, th- I think I, I don't like subtitles for both of those reasons yeah one is i, I am not a good reader so I, I you're looking at the bottom of the screen and you're like well now i'm just like reading a book while listening to it on tape like a nerd yeah reading books like a nerd um but I actually like movies that don't have dialogue. Okay. Does this make... Yeah. Like, 
so you know 2001 uh-huh. like the first hour of the movie there's no dialogue it's all visual uh-huh. um uh ro- what is it i think it's the it's the final episode or of the first or the second or third season of uh uh death death love and robots okay or love death and robots okay I've never watched that. I'm, I'm oh my god! I'm aware of it. I know it's really good, but they're all standalone things. <laughs> yeah, just watch the last episode of it. And it's like this girl that's like the the picture is this this woman with just a bunch of jewelry on. Okay, and she's like a mythical creature. Um, it's great. There is no dialogue whatsoever. Mm-hmm. She doesn't speak, and then the person that she's kind of dealing with can't hear so they're not speaking uh. and it's 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 really good and there's no dialogue okay and like those are the kind of things that i like really dig yeah um because like a movie's visual yeah like the reason you go to a movie is to see something okay so do you put it on mute <laughs> no because there's also <laughs> other parts to it but with di- without dialogue or uh so what is it solaris the movie solaris yeah do you know what i'm talking about with george clooney yeah that's okay. that is a remake by the way okay um it's also the name of my vocal jazz ensemble at school but the 2002 version not the 1972 version sure it also really quiet not like a lot of stuff happens or a lot of stuff happens but not not um there's a plane going on and i'm like <laughs> That's really loud. Yeah. Which is weird. Anyways. Cool. I don't know where we I don't I don't know where we're going. To there, but good. Go see movies and turn <laughs> off the subtitles. Go see movie. <laughs> Plug your ears. <laughs> Just use your eyes. Put your you hand know? across the bottom of the screen. Well here we're in a medium where we're like it's only sound. I know. And we're talking about music <laughs> where it's only sound. Yeah. Um so the thing I was gonna mention when you were talking about like people's vocal things and like is that really what they do or are they just kind of influenced by another thing whatever Mm -hmm. um because it was just the christmas season not that long ago and there's christmas music on and stuff uh man that was a month ago seth mcfarlane yeah was on some tracks with some different people i don't know if it was his album or other people's albums or whatever but i heard it a couple times might have done like a duet with Lady Gaga. Megan Trainer or something and some other people. I don't know. But anyway, every time I hear him sing, when it's like him, not Stewie or okay. Peter or whatever, but like when he's singing, because like he'll do, he kind of does the, the Sinatra shtick basically, right? Yeah. I always wonder, because he's like a voice artist, mm-hmm. what does he actually sing like? It's probably that. Is it though? Cause because it sounds, he, but, it sounds, but that's all he's doing. Like, it that's sounds all he does. fake in a way. Well, think of uh, uh, Buble. Yeah, but that's how Buble sings, though. Like Buble does his own. Th- like he's doing the Sinatra thing, okay. but it sounds like himself. And I'm not saying that necessarily McFarlane is trying to imitate Sinatra, mm-hmm. but I think he's trying to imitate a certain sound, certain vocal quality, and a certain there's just certain things like even even down to his like vibrato his vibrato sounds forced and fake i don't know it's just something i noticed and i thought about and now i'm saying it here out loud so that's all so since you brought up um sinatra 
yeah. uh, at the beginning of this year, um, I discovered a 1001 albums you I've should listen to before you, you die. Posting about this, yeah. You just recently listened to a Sinatra album, right? I two 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 of them okay. in the wee small hours, and oh, then um, yep. songs for swinging lovers. Which the term yeah. swinging uh-huh. in the let's trade cup, let's let's trade our our partners. Oh, yeah. sense did not exist when that then when that right. album came out yeah um and it was a pun and then it's even more of a pun um but every time i hear sinatra i don't think of 50s 60s sinatra i think of like sinatra like i'm gonna beat you up stupid kids what there, there's a view of of sinatra as an asshole sure like a drunk womanizer yeah Right. But <laughs> yes, but I think it wasn't his earlier career that, I mean, maybe it was the whole time and I just didn't know, but like, that's, I mean, that, I'm sure as he got more famous and like, you can kind of get away with more stuff and yeah. whatever, and he got more connected with the mob and yeah, different things. But that's, that's my viewpoint of like listening to those records. It's uh-huh. just like this, this um, crooner who's yeah. also going to like be a jerk. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're interrupting my set. I'm going to punch you one. Do you know what's a great album of his that I don't think it's enough love? What? It's uh, it's him and uh, Duke Ellington's band. Okay. It's really good. It's just really lots of great Ellington arrangements, but it also kind of showcases like what Ellington could do of like, yeah, he kind of had his own sound and his own thing that he would do, but he was also really good about like, oh, I'm working with Sinatra now. Let me write, still in my way, but let me write in a way that's going to fit with sinatra more mm-hmm. so actually duke ellington's band almost sounds more like a, like a count basie band or some other band like that mm-hmm. that did record more with sinatra and do that more of that kind of style mm-hmm. um so but it's a good one i would suggest checking it out so it's a book um the 1001 albums and there's also 1001 movies and 1001 sure. songs and yeah, like yeah. they're updating it every year oh. or every decade actually it's, it seems like it's every year um, so I have like a 2010. I feel like you can't do every year. You can't. I know. It's it's bias. Like, and also, if you're only going to stick with a 1001, it's like, well, then you got to pull stuff off right, that list to right. put more stuff on that list. But anyways, I'm just going through it. Um, there's been two Sinatra things. There's been an Elvis thing, which the Elvis thing is like really interesting because it's not a great record. Okay. I mean, the songs are all hits, mm-hmm. but you can hear. Is it late Elvis? It's the it's like what looks like the Clash cover, Elvis Presley. Oh, that one. Yeah. Oh, that's an old one, I think. Is it? I think, I think so. that's a, well. It was nineteen fifty something because it's like it was number so two old. in the book, like nineteen fifty six, nineteen fifty five, something like that. So that's earlier, early in his career. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. It may have had all the hits on it, but it was early in his career. It had hits on it. It didn't yeah. have all his hits okay. because there's other songs where I'm like, this is a this person song. Yeah. Because obviously Elvis was just ripping off other people. Yeah. Doing their songs. Um, B I P O Z, by the way. Yeah. So that, uh, in the Elvis record, you can hear him like he's singing and then he goes like this and he comes back and he's doing like this. So, oh, he's doing his like he's, thing. he's going off mic and it's like, uh-huh. and you, it's, it's fluctuating like the, the volume of it because yeah. he's, because of the way the recording is versus both. So the first album on there is, is in the, in the wee small hours of the night. That's okay. the first record. That's in that series. And uh-huh. then like the the seventh or eighth is another Sinatra tune. When you listen to the Sinatra songs versus everyone else so far, like there is a giant jump or a giant gap in quality. Uh-huh. Because Sinatra was like recording at 
the most like Columbia, I think. Yeah, a was recording at yeah. real recording studios where Elvis was recording at a mom and pop recording Sun studio. Records, which it yeah, was at the which time. is yeah. like a ro- like two rooms, and that's yeah. it on yeah. the on the side of a road. I've been in I've been in Sun Records. Yeah, it's tiny. tiny. Yeah, <laughs> is it probably the size of this room? No, not even smaller. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's real small. Yeah, yeah, and the quality would have been as good and whatever, and yeah, yeah, where. Capitol Records, it's like giant soundstage, and it. And then what was the other one? Um, I think it might have been Count Basie. Mm-hmm. I think about it. Um, his was recorded at where he was playing in Vegas. Oh, okay. So like, I'm I'm interested in that as well. But there's like a like it's just like a one page essay, mm-hmm. almost on sometimes each, on, on each thing, each thing. and okay. that's like if it's a big one. Sometimes it's just a half a page, <laughs> mm-hmm. but. Yeah, it's it, it's just something I'm I'm doing. So I'm listening to old albums from the '50s right now. Cool. Um, and I'm also listening to which I might throw up on the Discord kind of partial reviews. Um, we're recording this on the first Sunday of the year, uh-huh. so this is you know four year, four weeks ago for yeah. you guys at home. Um, I'm listening to not all because it's impossible to listen to all of the records that came out each week, but mm-hmm. a, a handful. So I've listened to the new anti-flag record. Mm-hmm. Listen- I also listened to that. Yeah. What do you think of that it? That was pretty good. Yeah. I've listened to the new Iggy pop record. Oh, I won't listen to that. Probably. <laughs> it, it's, it's actually really good. Okay. Um, so it's him and somebody else wrote the majority of it, but then he, he'll have like Duff McKagan uh-huh. come in. He'll have Trust. Travis Barker. Okay. Travis Barker plays drums. And it doesn't sound like I mean it if you if you knew it was Travis Barker and you listened to it, you're like, oh, this is Travis Barker. Yeah. But my You bring in Travis Barker to be Travis Barker. Yeah. Like, but it doesn't really sound like Travis Barker. Uh-huh. Like I'm like, what who's on this? And then I scroll down, I'm like, oh, this is the Travis Barker track. Okay. okay. That's fair. Uh Taylor Hawkins is on a couple uh-huh. of them. Oh, that's nice. So it's like last recording, maybe. Yeah. Um uh Chad Smith from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. From SNL. And, and Stepbrothers. <laughs> yes, the cowboy player. I from can't that believe one. it took them that long to like do a thing. Do a thing with that. Yeah. I mean, it's been a while now, but like, yeah, it took it a long time of people going. You know who looks like <laughs> yeah. somebody? Anyway, so those are like my my goals this year. Okay, trying to listen to as many things as they come out. As yeah, possible. trying to like not have my. Well, that's not going to work anyways. Um, yeah. Have my new music playlist be just things that sound like Echoes in the Wellhouse. Yeah. Which there was a new track that came out on the 13th. <laughs> I forget what it's called, but it's coming out. I think it's View of the River or Race to the Bridge or something like that. I think it's Race to the Bridge. Cool. Anyways. kind of. I think that's the one that sounds like Batman. I don't know. Okay. Anyways. It's your my, turn. My turn. So speaking uh, of BIPOC. Yeah. Um I don't know where I came across uh this artist. Tobe. Yep. Nwingwe, I believe is how you say it. Uh he I will play a thing where he actually says his full name. Um so you can hear it. Uh Tobe Chukwu Dubem Nguingue, I believe, is is the way he says it. Something similar to that. Like I said, I'll play you a little bit of it. But yeah, I'm not sure where I came across it. Um, 
I just had seen some stuff about uh, his album called Moments, and I, I finally then like listened to it, and I was like, oh shoot, I really like this. And I think in the meantime, he had also released uh, Moments at the Crib version, which is where the the main track I'm going to play for you is from, which is just sort of like a a redoing of the album, but from home. Um, and actually, hang on a second. Now that I look at this, it looks like the At The Crib version came out before the actual album. Cool. So that's kind of interesting. Um, but as I've been kind of like doing a little bit more research about him and, you know, his musical life and stuff, um, he just is a guy who just re- releases a lot of stuff. <laughs> he just He's got at least probably two albums every year, if not more. Um uh, he even did a, a thing called the Pandemic Project, um, and he's just been releasing a lot of stuff. I read a thing that said he's kind of been known for every Sunday across his social media of releasing a new song, and it's been going for, like, years, um, nice. which is kind of cool. Um, so, yeah, just really great artists from Houston, Texas, um, you know, hip-hop, rap, however you want to think about it. Um, his wife, uh, Martika Fat. She's also on a lot of stuff. Um, so you'll hear him like refer to fat and like that's her. Um, she's on this one, right? She is on this one, yeah. Um, he uh, It says he's of Nigerian descent and hails from the Igbo ethnic group, um, uh, which he references in some different things. Um, he was a football, like played football in high school and college. He went to the University of North Texas, actually, which is a really great music school. Um, and then I guess he like got injured um around the time that he was like being considered to maybe being drafted in the NFL. Um, and then from there, he kind of like shifted gears to what he was focusing on and got in the music scene. And now he's doing this, his thing. Um, I guess they got some, I don't know like the, the full thing, but I guess like they got some, some recognition from Beyonce, who's also a Houston native. Um, and she kind of like shouted them out a little bit. Um, plus he's just like worked with a bunch of people and just kind of like grown up, you know, as an artist and, and, grown into what he is now so he's become he's kind of like i would consider him like a person kind of like on the rise but i'm sure like people that live more in that world um he's kind of already been been up there but i think like maybe like more of the the public spotlight and stuff so um yeah i really dig it i like the regular album i really like this like at the crib version it's just like a little more stripped down um there's some videos and stuff for it as well uh the whoops get back a second uh the um album version of this he uh does like a little intro at the beginning and i'm gonna play that just so you can hear him say his name stop nope stop it he says his name he introduces sort of like who's all there in the room with them yeah it it basically seems like they just kind of like recorded it all in a room like it's like sort of like live to tape kind of thing cool i'm sure they did some like mixing and stuff afterwards but it's like him his wife his kids are there oh Um, nice he's got like the backup singers he's got like couple people producing or like playing keys and different stuff so i'll just do a little bit of that intro my name is tobe chuku dubem wigwe i'm from the southwest side of houston texas and these are our moments at the crib i have my wife fat with me fat say hey hey i have uh ness d david michael white and luke whitney with me y'all say hey Oh, it goes the backup singers. Uh, they ain't got no mics, but they gonna say hi. Then I got uh, my children. Sagey Pooh, say hi. Hi. 
And I got Baby Fat. Baby Fat, say hi. Hi. And we got Choo Choo Boy. He just got his first haircut. Choo Choo, say hi. Oh, your mama got you in the headlock? <laughs> yeah. I feel like this is going to be a very active set. Let's see what happens. <laughs> His first song is called... And then it goes into, like, the first song, which is around here. Uh, so the this uh, At the Crib version has that intro, and then it has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight tracks on it, where the actual album itself has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven different tracks on it. So it's a little bit different. Um, oh, okay, so I'm looking at, like, the release dates of stuff. So the actual Moments album came out in august of 2022 and then the full at the crib version came out in november of 2022 he had released an ep prior to that just kind of like previewing it a little bit so Mm -hmm. um yeah do you want to play the original a little bit of that first sure so this is lord forgive me right is that the one i say yes okay uh which is him his wife Uh, also features pharrell williams you may recognize pharrell's voice and then earth gang i don't know earth gang but they're on here as well So that string thing, more affected here. Less so as it. That's Pharrell singing the. That. It it sounds like there was a uh, something that I've heard. Not necessarily that it's Pharrell, but like this, it just sounds familiar to me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Alright, that's good. You get you get a sense of the tune, um, and so then this is it's stripped down in a way um, because it's just like less production on it, mm-hmm. but you get still like a lot of the same vibe. Um, and it's kind of interesting. It's kind of like with the with the Run the Jewels thing. That's why I was referencing. It's similar to what I did, where it's like mm-hmm. I'm not playing you the original version, not in full. Like there's a there's a taste of it, but I'm playing you like this other version they did of it. So like similar thing with this. Um, but it's interesting, like how you take, you know, if I can, if I can boil a, a hip hop down to hip hop tune down to like two elements, mm-hmm. it's the person rapping and it's the beat. Yeah, right. It's more than that. But if I'm boiling it down to like a couple things, you know, it's like saying mm-hmm. a pop punk song is three chords. You know truth. what I mean? The three chords <laughs> and the truth. So it's that kind of thing. But um, it, it's then, so then how do you change it? You know what I mean? If it's two elements, how do you change it? Um, yeah. And still make it interesting and different. You know, with Run the Jewels, they just changed essentially the beat, the background stuff. You know, some other things as well, but that's mostly what they did. So this, they do a little bit of that as well, but then they also change the other stuff. So I just think it's kind of interesting. So you want to give it a play? No. Please. Yeah. Lord, forgive me, Lord, forgive me, Lord, forgive me, Lord, forgive me. I love the way they have those background Lord, vocals mixed. Nothing against Pharrell, but I like the three-part <laughs> harmony as opposed Lord, to the... Me, put a hole in his shirt. Lord, forgive me, he was on the wrong turn. Lord, forgive me, had the pistol at church. Lord, forgive me, being cursed His delivery is a little different too, Tobey. Like, yeah. Sunshine. 
It's worth looking up the video for this too, and the videos for any of these songs, because they're just kind of like chilling in like this living room. Do you think they just recorded this and then like took the and then just produced it more? I think. Because some of that stuff sounds almost the same. I like this moment too because he like flips up the, the flow a little bit, like the rhythmic stuff. I think some, I think they're like playing. Like some of the stuff is being played live, and then the singers are singing a lot. Like it's all live, and then they just kind of like. What I'm getting is, is they recorded at the crib version, yeah, and then took like the lyrics, uh huh, and then. Nope, I don't think so. I think he does a totally different performance. I don't know the way that that fat is said in uh-huh. there sounds exactly the same. Well, that that I think my she's just saying it, so she probably just puts it the same way. But but no, unlike the Run the Jewels thing, where I think they just took their vocal track and put it over the new backing. Yeah, I think this is all. The, in the crib version we recorded there I re-recorded it or whatever we gotcha. she's great too by the way like she's pregnant I want to go back now and listen to some of his older stuff too as well. He's pretty much been releasing stuff since like 2016, I think. So they've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven releases. In that since 2017, so yeah, six years. Cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's really well done. Uh, his albums that he's got, he's got Tobe from the SWAT, which says MP3 album. So I'm guessing it was digital only. Uh, then there's the originals, more originals, three originals, four originals. Then there was a live, a double album, like a live thing. Um, uh, and then Cinco Originals, and then the Pandemic Project EP, the At the Crib Arrangements EP, the Monumental Live recording from 2022, and then the Moments LP, which then technically, I guess, the Moments at the Crib, like full version from 2022. But yeah, really dig them. Want to check out more stuff, like I said. Um, Check him out. It's really, really good. Yeah. Dig it. Cool. Dig it. <clears throat> Anything else? We talked about a lot of stuff this episode. We did. This is this is a despite all the glitches at glitches. the beginning. Um Yeah. Join the Discord. Facebook group, kinda sort of. Instagram. Instagram. That's Review. Foot. Share, like, subscribe. Yeah, that good like, bucket. like bucket <laughs> like bucket kick kick that like bucket like kick bucket. the like bucket yeah yeah all right we'll see you next week guys okay bye bye